everybody, what's up? I'm Elena and welcome back to Inside College Admissions, a podcast presented by SCORE. So we all know that applying to college can be full of lots of emotions, but applying to college from another country can be especially full of emotions and a lot of questions. In today's episode, we will be chatting with my friend here at SCORE, Tushar, about his experience applying to U.S. colleges as a student from India. If you're an international student applying to colleges in the U.S., I'm sure you know how detailed and sometimes stressful this process can be, so we hope that this episode can provide a bit of comfort. Tushar is going to share his experience with the challenges and the opportunities of this application process, such as figuring out financials, convincing family members of your decision, and ways to keep a positive mindset. And he'll also share his advice for you as you begin making this decision. This was such a great episode, and I'm so excited for you to hear it. So let's get started. Hi, Tushar. Hello. Thank you so much for being with us today to uh, be on the podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So Tushar, you are a co-op at SCORE, and you'll be talking with us today about applying to college internationally. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, a little intro. Yeah, so my name is Tushar Rai. I was born in India and I went to high school in India. And then I applied to Drexel as an international student and I got here. And Drexel has this wonderful co-op program, which got me to work as a product designer with SCORE. And that's how I was able to meet the SCORE team and work here as a product designer. So yeah, that's my little story of being at Drexel and working at SCORE. So we'll just be chatting about your experience applying to college internationally. And I figure we'll go through your experience in general, kind of challenges, how the process actually goes emotionally and tactically. So mm-hmm. just to start, you applied as an international student to college in 2017. Could you tell us a bit about your experience in general? Yeah. So growing up in India, I never thought, I guess, like until 10th grade that I would apply abroad. I was always like, okay, I want to go to like an engineering school and just complete my engineering degree. And everything was set until I realized something about the education system that is in India. And the thing about education system in India, it's very siloed. For example, suppose like if I want to study engineering, if I go to a college to study engineering, the things that I would study for the rest of my four years would be just physics, chemistry and math. And Mm. nothing other than that. Whereas colleges in the US have like a little more holistic approach. So if you're studying engineering, you'd also study things like history, architecture, ethics, which kind of like add different perspectives and like different ways of seeing the same thing and make your education a little more complete. So I really like that because it teaches you how to like interact with the world, with the skills you're learning and Mm -hmm. actually make things for people that, that affect people in a positive way. So I was really inspired by that. And I remember being in 10th grade, one of our counselors was telling us about like how easy it is to apply in the U.S. She was not 100% sure about it. It's actually, (laughs) but but that gave me like a hope that, oh, it is something that I can do and I can uh, work on. So that was the start of me actually like preparing for the application. That's awesome. Even if she wasn't right about it being so totally easy to apply internationally, it's so cool that that's what sort of sparked your interest in, in studying abroad. Mm -hmm. Did you always plan on studying abroad or was it in that meeting that you were like, oh, I think this is something I want to do? That meeting was definitely the start. I would say once after that meeting, I went back home and I was thinking about the points she said, like, look up these things, look up these things. And once I started looking, I was more and more intrigued about the education system, about the opportunities, about different companies that are in abroad or in the U.S. And 
I also started realizing something within myself, which was, I guess, an urge to like go to new places or meet new people. I've yeah. always really liked going to new places and meeting new people, but never had so much opportunity to do so. And I thought like this could be my opportunity to really work hard and make it to a different country and successfully like study there for four years or five years. Yeah. So yeah, that was like definitely two of the main reasons why I think started thinking about applying abroad. Yeah, that's that's so cool because I feel like a lot of people in the U.S. who are studying in the U.S. think that college is a chance to meet new people and sometimes go to a new place if they study in a different state or something. But talk about taking it to a new level, like going to a new country and meeting all new people and even like operating in a different language potentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So as you're applying, I know you mentioned that the that one guidance counselor said it'd be totally easy, but I'm sure that it was not always easy to do the application and even to make that decision. So what were some of the challenges that you faced in making that decision? Yeah, so some of the main challenges which I faced once I got back was, of course, the financial challenges because mm -hmm. uh, I was from India and India is like a completely different country from U.S. or when you consider like Europe mm -hmm. and the co cost of college in U.S., as everyone knows, is super expensive. It's yeah. like uber expensive. <laughs> so that was definitely a really big hurdle. When I first looked at the prices of the college, I was like, really? Can I, should I really go for this? But then slowly I talked to some of my friends who were older, who were my seniors, I saw a list of other students that have gone abroad from my school. So I guess like I was a little more hopeful about it. Some yeah. other challenges were definitely learning English because the English I knew in my high school was very like not conversational. It was very like I could write, you know, I could understand some grammar, but it was never to a level where I could just like fluently talk to someone. And why it was a big hurdle because uh, ACTs, SATs and TOEFL, all these tests require you to do really well. And you have to do really well as an international student on these tests so that you can get a good amount of scholarships. So definitely that was another big hurdle. Another thing I'm thinking about that was a hurdle was my parents. I mean, I, I shouldn't say <laughs> my parents, but it was more so like, will my parents let me go to a whole different country that they've never been to, that no one in my family has ever been to? Yeah. And not for just like some little vacation, but like a spending a good chunk of time there, four or five years. So right. that was definitely also one of the challenges that came and another thing was I never went abroad like I barely went out of state I probably went out of state like three times mm -hmm. uh, in my entire life so I was afraid like what would happen if I go there like what kind of environment is there what kind of situation is there I also heard different things about the U.S. different things about Europe so like I was like also scared should I go like should I not go yeah. like how would people treat me would I be okay so all those fears were also a big part of the challenge yeah yeah, it's, you know, it sounds super fun, like, oh, study internationally, but there are mm. fears involved and like challenges in terms of, like you said, convincing other people like your parents or your family that this is a good decision, especially if they've never been there. So they can't say, oh, yeah, I know what that would be like. I, I've been there so many times or anything like that. And the fear of being in a new environment and maybe not knowing if this is the right decision. Um I imagine it sometimes feels like the kind of thing where you're like, I guess I'll only know if it's the right decision once I do it. Yeah, exactly. And I remember the time when I was really trying hard to convince my parents and I was convincing them and I was like, everything will be fine. We'll like, I'll get enough scholarship. I would be okay there. And while I was convincing them, really trying hard to convince them at, in my own mind, I was like, really? Like I was asking that question to myself, like, yeah. but I had to kind of 
present myself to my parents like, hey, I'm 17. I would be fine in this different country. <laughs> it would be totally okay for me to go there and live there for five years without you guys. Yeah, I haven't been outside much, but it would be okay. So <laughs> it was definitely a lot of convincing. I imagine convincing them, yeah, I should live here for five years is like a feat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my parents also like did like a lot of pushback because uh, parents have their own dreams. Yeah. Like, what their kids should be. I feel like in the US, it's like a little more free. But in India, where like the economy is not so well and like there are less jobs, everyone wants you to go to like a engineering school or like a, a medical school. And I only had those two options. So my parents were like really resisting the idea to do anything else because they just thought it as like a really big financial burden and they weren't seeing the benefits like I was seeing or for them it was like oh you just want to earn money you can just go to like this really good college in India right and and, and do that while they just didn't understand that the things I was saying about like the holistic education and other stuff but I don't blame them I feel like they were they were trying to take the best steps for me yeah I feel like that's um something that maybe comes with time or life experience, but I know that I've learned that parents do have their own dreams for their kids. So being the kid, it's like, well, I don't care. This is my life. So I want to do whatever, but it's, it's hard to balance and Mm -hmm. understand that parents also have, have those dreams and see if you can meld the two and somehow make everybody happy. (laughs) Yeah. Especially when they come up with you, you're like, I do everything for you. You can't do one thing for me. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> one thing. Yes. The one thing. Yeah. yeah I'm asking you one thing. <laughs> yeah. Were they involved in the decision making process or was it mainly you gathering information and bringing it to your parents? Hmm. I mean, I grew up with my grandparents and uh, mm-hmm. in my grandparents' house, I live with my grandparents and my uncle and my aunt. My mom and dad just lived in a different place. So my mom and dad, like, I've never grown up with them, but like, only met them like once in six months. So like, mm-hmm. they always like supported me. They were like, okay, like, okay, fine. Like if you really want to do it. But my uncle who like really like raised me, taught me everything. He was like really not supportive of it. And he's been a person like who was like really like, you know, always supported me. But then when I realized like, hey, I want to do this instead of going to engineering school, he completely cut down. He just stopped yeah. talking to me, didn't tell me anything. I was like, how do you make a passport? How do you th- do this? He was the person I would go to to ask a lot of stuff. And he was like, I'm not telling you anything. I'm not like helping you in anything. Wow. So they weren't involved in a lot of decision making process. It was pretty much me because my grandparents didn't know much. So I would say not as much. I had to do like a lot by myself. I remember just going to the passport office by a taxi. My dad had to be there because you need a person to sign your thing if you're not over 18. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and he he had a broken foot at that point. So I'm, I just remember just no. going there. <laughs> yeah, just taking him just because. He had to do that signature, but it was very much guided by me or like pushed by me. I made the decisions and I forced it on my parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is what I'm doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's really hard. It sounds like it's hard to be the student, AKA the applicant, but also the advisor in some ways, like mm-hmm. advisors, college advisors usually gather out all those steps for you, but applying internationally, it's so different by every country that it must have been hard to like be the applicant and go through all of that, but also go through gathering the information and make sure you're doing everything uh-huh. that you need to. Mm. At any point, was it like, this is so such an emotional decision that I don't know if it's worth it to do this? 
Yeah, actually the entire time. Like I was yeah. like 50, 50, 50% of my brain was like, yeah, this is totally worth it and I could do it. So why I was thinking that? Because I was like, I'm going to give my best. I'm going to score good at ACT. I'm going to really practice hard. But the other 50% was like, I wasn't sure at all. Because the colleges in the US, even if you have a 36 out of 36, and even if you have all the things, they can still reject you. Because it isn't right. like, like a threshold, like you score over this. I guess in some schools it is. But for international students, it's very finicky. It could go either way. So yeah. at the entire time, I was convincing the word that I can do it and I'm trying hard to do it. But 50% of my brain was like, this could totally go wrong and in the wrong direction. And then what would you do? Because yeah. the, the colleges in India need at least like three years or two years of preparation, which I did not do because I wanted to apply abroad. So right. I had to do all that again. So in my mind, I was like, all right, if I don't you know, go abroad, you know what, my dad has a farm. I could just work as a farmer, just get some internet. Yeah. <laughs> Watch some YouTube videos, you know, spend time, meditate. It wouldn't be too difficult. So yeah. I had the other option ready if, if this one didn't work. Yeah, that's a tough situation to be in too have that time crunch on both sides, the time crunch of having to submit these applications to the US and also the time crunch of, okay, well, if you don't start mm -hmm. applying to Indian colleges, mm -hmm. the opportunity could pass or you could be too far behind. Like, sheesh, mm -hmm. yeah. that's hard. Was there anything throughout this process and like with these challenges that kept you motivated and felt like it was sort of your driving force throughout this? I want to say memes, but <laughs> I did watch a lot of memes. I was like, wait, is this America? I got I kind of want to apply. <laughs> You're like meme compilation videos. All right. This is I kind of cultural of preparation. <laughs> that was actually a really good cultural preparation from not like just only knowing like grammatic English to just like jumping on like all these like meme compilation, mind compilation was like a really good preparation. That's so I would so say like, I don't know if that's the right answer, but like I... I, I just got motivated by seeing, I was like, people are having so much fun over there. <laughs> <laughs> and and I really like the education system. I was thinking about like just moving to a different place. So I also wanted to go to a place like where I could travel more, like mm -hmm. where the country is a little bigger. And like another thing about America is like, it's made of people from all around the world. Mm -hmm. So that was like also one more thing that I really liked that, hey, yeah, I'm like going to a different country, but it isn't going to be very homogenous. It's going to be more cosmopolitan and I'm going to yeah. meet like different people. So yeah, that was definitely one more reason. Yeah. I feel like every American city is so different. Mm -hmm. That makes sense that like it would be, you know, exciting to explore and see what all the different cities are like. Mm -hmm. I also know that you and I have spoken about the mindset that you had going into this. Could you tell me a little more about what that mindset was, how you developed a certain kind of positive mindset about this application process? Yeah. So when I was, I got this idea, okay, I should apply to the US or I should apply abroad. There was a lot of challenges and mm -hmm. I knew, okay, these, these are these challenges and the challenges were actually really big. I'd never thought, you know, like I would have to pay 70K to a school, right. this, like, straight up, like scared me. And then yeah. the other challenges were like, my parents not talking to me, like my uncle not talking to me, everyone resisting every yeah. week. I have to like sit around a table where my family's like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And on the top of that, trying to focus on actually studying for the ACT, which is like a pretty hard test. Like I never studied for an English test. That was that hard. Yeah. And I didn't get like any tutor, any preparations or anything. So there was a lot of challenges, not just emotionally, but also I would say like uh, logistically, like how to prepare, what to prepare, what books mm -hmm. do I need? Like, is this the best book? Some of the books are really, I really wanted to study weren't available in India at all. Yeah. Uh, 
And if they if I wanted to get them from the US, they had like extra charge and stuff. So I would say like the the mindset I had to keep was like, all right, this is something I've chosen. Mm-hmm. And I know like there's probably five percent chance that this is gonna work if like everything yeah. goes right. But my mindset was like, no matter what happens, I'm gonna see this thing through the end. Yeah. And and that was my goal. I was like, no matter what happens, I, I will try this because I wouldn't have been able to live my life without trying for this. I would mm-hmm. say I, I couldn't have like, you know, been 22, 23 in India regretting that I never applied or I could have. Yeah. Because I feel like that's the worst thing to live with is regrets or like just thinking like, oh, I sh- could have done this thing. Or like I just didn't. I was doing something else. So I was like, well, even though everything's against it, I had some sort of feeling in my head that if, if this works out, everything will be worth it. Yeah. The worst moments and everything else. So I had this mindset and I was like, this is my goal. I'm going to see it through the end. And even if I fail, I would be at least happy I tried. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are just those kinds of decisions in life where it's like, I'd rather be scared and go through all of this than to say that I didn't try. Mm-hmm. It makes it all worth it just to try because you won't know unless yeah. you do it. Yeah. It was definitely very scary. <laughs> it was, yeah. like, I was scared every day from the day I started preparing to the day my college results or application results came out. Yeah. And on the top of that, I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm a really ambitious person. So I began my list. I was like, yeah, I'm going to apply to like Ivy Leagues. I'm going to apply to like all these universities. Yeah. It paid off. And I think the mindset which worked out was, yes, like choose a thing, see it through the end. And then like, yeah. Do you have any advice for anybody going through this process who maybe was in a similar situation and, and doesn't have a lot of family support, how they can kind of power through to, to apply internationally? Yeah, I would say like, it's a very contradictory process because you don't know what's going to happen, but you have to convince yourself that this is going to work out. You have to just be optimistic for the whole time. How to deal with families, you know, a personal issue, different people have different sort of families and like different sort of pressures on them. One thing I would say is most of the times your family wants good for you and they just don't want to like see you and like go in like a really big loan or they don't want to be in a certain loan. Mm -hmm. Uh, the best way to deal with families to understand like what their fears are like what are they yeah. like fearing what are what do my parents fear mm-hmm. and then like rationally thinking about those fears for yourself and then thinking like hey is there an actual way through which like i wouldn't fall into this situation suppose my family's fearing suppose my safety in the u.s like right. the first thing i should check is like okay i'm applying to the u.s so like i should only apply to colleges that have like a safe campus or like safe thing so i would say it's good to empathize with your parents and like start from that part rather than like doing a hard on fight. I know like how parents sometimes come off is, is you got to do this and I'm not listening to anything else. It's good to ask them questions. I feel like when I asked them questions, I was like really like angry. If I could go back, I would like really try to empathize with them and like calmly tell them about the reasons. When I started the process, my grandparents was like opposing me, but then like in the middle, when I started telling them, hey, if I go there, I would be okay. I know you're worrying about financial aid, but I know there are people who get 100% aid, who get like 90% aid. And if I'm one of those people, I could totally make it. So my parents slowly started agreeing. Having comparisons, having like actual facts that you can tell them to kind of like remove their fear or kind of like put it down is like a really good way. And empathy, like you really need to have empathy for your parents because they don't want anything wrong for you. It's just that like they don't see the benefit in it as you do, but they don't see the benefit because they don't know all the facts as you do. Yeah. So it's good like trying to empathize and like then tell them the actual things. Yeah. 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 So the first thing that you said, understanding like what's the root of their fear, mm-hmm. that is so crucial 
because I know that my instinct is to be defensive. So if my parents don't agree with something, my instinct is to be like, just, just very defensive and like combative. But like you said, asking those questions, if they're like, well, how will you be safe? How will you get around? Where are you going to be living? You can start to tell like, okay, so they're worried about my safety. So Mm -hmm. then, like you said, gathering those facts so that you can be like, oh, I get it. They're not like just trying to crush my dreams. There's a fear that they have and I can help quell that fear in order to make this happen. Thank you so much, Tushar, for sharing your experience and your amazing, amazing advice. We are also going to have a part two of this episode where we talk about sort of the after part. So you've made the decision to apply internationally. And then what is the application process like in sort of working through that decision? So keep an eye out for that episode. It's coming soon. We are also going to post a blog on our website called Advice Applying to U.S. Colleges as an International Student, where Dushar will share his favorite resources that he used when applying to colleges, spanning from scholarships to mental well-being techniques. So keep an eye out. In the meantime, we're cheering you on. See you soon.